JP on the FWM podcast. Fight with me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm here again in the rabbit hole, and I got one of my long, long growing up dogs. Like, you know, little bro gave the introduction on, on, on his podcast, on the podcast. Shout out to them, bud. And stand next to y'all, great grand people, like in West Savannah. And I'm talking about. Liberty City. Like, Damn, I was always the, the oldest one on the team. <laughs> and y'all boys always used to just be like, Jay Will, looking up to a nigga like, yeah. but I was the goofiest one. <laughs> the goofiest one. But man, dude, that high school, Mercer, in high school, like, and you coming, leaving Albany, y'all coming to the borough. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming back from Fort Valley and we, y'all boys still in school. We coming back. We got a little refund. <laughs> we, we splurging <laughs> like we got it. Throwing the bread at y'all boys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> little bros. You know, making y'all school touchdowns. We just giving y'all bread. Just pissing money for no reason. Living. Just pissing money for no reason. But man, it's my dog, you know, Pele Von Doom, but you guys know him as Lil Red. So man, hey, welcome to the rabbit hole, bro. Man, I appreciate you having me, man. Shit. Boy, you fucked me up just now. Shit, I ain't, I forgot, but we go all the way, all the way. Shit. As long as I can remember, shit, Jay Will. <laughs> man, from the, I'm talking about just from lit, yay, yay high to Grasshopper. West Side Wolfers, West Side A's, shit, all the way up. <laughs> Man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but you know, I, I peep that, you know, you right now, you in the music game right now, you know, rapping, you got music and you just, you know, tapping into your artistry. And um, and also just I was peeping the way that you were speaking, you know, on a lot of your statuses and stuff like that. And I peeped that. And I was just like, you know, shit, bro, really, really speaking some shit. And not only that, I started seeing that your music, you know, I, before I started noticing the music part, I had already noticed your train of thought. Yeah. So I, I, me already thinking, okay, shit, I'm gonna have to go ahead and tap in with bro. And then at the, I realized you got music too. I was like, well, damn, this perfect. I really need to highlight bro, because this definitely something for us to catch up and. You know what I'm saying? The highlight, little bro, music and things that got on so everybody can tap in. So give them a little background story and let us know exactly what it is that you got 
in the music game, bro. Shit, chat, man. Again, I down. So appreciate you. Know what I'm saying? You bringing the nigga to the platform for real. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give your flowers real quick. I see you been putting on for a minute. I see you done became a mason, shit. All oh, shit I could have seen for you at the end of the day, shit. I know, like you say, shit. You seen how I was speaking. Like mine's gonna got down link up at the end of the day. So shit, you know. It is. It is. That's, that's definitely it. Really, man. It's like full fledged artistry. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm trying to come from every aspect of it. I want people to see like every form of it. More so, like. At the end of the day, I'm a writer. You know what I'm saying? That's really just what it is. Like, I started rapping in like 2012, 2013. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just on some, I've been writing poetry. I've been, you know what I'm saying? I guess revolutionary and all that shit. So feeling the way and just wanting to put that passion somewhere where I could feel it and hear it and everything. And once I recorded for that first time, it was like, damn, like it just, it gave me this feeling. And, Almost like this weed shit, like I've been chasing that high ever since. So shit, nigga really just, you know, try to give, you know what I'm saying, my mind, my thoughts, like shit. My first album was called Dimension of Doom. Like, so shit, I could go on all day about the dimension shit. You talking about the rabbit hole. <laughs> so shit, you you already there with me. So try to just bring people in my world, you know what I'm saying, in my head and slowly but surely, like try to bring this beautiful mind in the light. So when I heard when you were saying, you know, the revolutionary type, you know, the route that you're going and, you know, you talk about light minds. It's so funny because when you look at yourself now and when you look around you and the things that you say, there's inspiration and there's genuine care behind it. And you are uplifting and trying to enlighten your people but then the stigma and the look at oh damn what that nigga is a a civil rights leader now (laughs) you know what i'm saying like you viewed as you know you just trying to just change the world but it's like it's not even changing the world it's like at the end of the day why do we look at the number so holistically of everybody until you can only enlighten and change and be an inspiration to the amount that it is reached to? Yeah. Why can't, why do we have to put a number on that shit? And it's really, yeah. And like, I mean, I heard about Molly say some shit a, a minute ago. It's like, if you're chasing numbers, like numbers is infinite. You know what I'm saying? You're never going to be satisfied. So it's like, I feel like I, I want to always vibrate high. I like the frequency I'm on, but you always want to, you know what I'm saying, strive to vibrate to, you know what I'm saying, the perfect frequency, the way it's just balanced, you know what I'm saying, you float and you there, you feel me, so I feel like where I'm at, like either, I don't know if you passed through my frequency and felt, you know what I'm saying, felt me, you know what I'm saying, and you was there with me, so it's like people... I, it's like getting people there and getting people to understand like what's what's going on and what's what's really important. You feel me? It's hard because people don't want to take the time to feel. Yeah, everything is thinking. And at the end of the day, if we're going to feel like this is a thinking society that we live in, this universe is based on thinking, solely thinking, you in trouble because you can't feel vibrations thinking can't latch on and catch on to something by thinking signs and, and and things like that you can't catch on to them by thinking when 
your peripheral, bro, is pretty much heavily is what, bro, what you feel because it's all you already at a disadvantage because it's on the side of you. So you can only see but so much on that. So for the the fifty percent of it is catching what you feeling before your eyes can see that yeah. extra fifty percent. Yeah. And then it's like if if you can't feel you already behind the eight ball because you can't see that much in the periphery. Right. And, but we are not wanting to feel because people think, oh, they doing too much. Like if you try to walk somebody and just say, man, a dialogue. And that's what I've been trying to do lately, even on social media is just when people put things, it's not even about coming at you or trying to be a smart ass or trying to debate with you. Sometimes it's just like, okay, so why do we feel this way? All right, let's talk about that shit. Let's let's dialogue. Let's just have a conversation, asking questions. People always feel like if you asking questions, where are you trying to get to? What are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to, what what are you seeking? Like, it's asking questions. Yeah, like, why every, why that has to be perceived as sneaky? Why when somebody don't want you in their business and they want to just live a private life of not just being isolated, but not worrying about somebody being in your business. If you don't give up full information, why does it have to be perceived that you being sneaky? Right. Or you hiding something. Yeah. Me and me and my cousin was having that conversation the other day. And it's like, it's too, it's too spectrum to that. Cause it's like, shoot, you can get people enough. Uh, in your eyes, like shit, I told I told you enough. I didn't tell you everything, but I told you enough. You feel me? Like it, certain details wasn't important enough for me to share with you at that time for you to place as a priority on this right here. So I left that out, and shit, people will see that as lying and all that. shit. Because like, he's saying that you withhold the man. I've I've heard that so much with me, right? Mm-hmm. That somebody would tell me I'm lying because I withhold information, but. It's considered as withholding information because you didn't even feel the need to take the time to even ask me certain questions to see if I would lie anyway. But I'm not going to lie. But just because I didn't come out myself and give you voluntary information, I'm hiding something. Right. Or I'm withholding information. Bro, I don't know what you want to know. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck do I I got to run down everything guessing is this what you want to know? Yeah. When all you got to do is fucking ask me what you want to know? And that is how you determine if I lie. If once you ask me and I'm not with I'm not truthful about that, that's lying. Yeah. Yeah. Or I try to walk around it, that's withholding. But you not asking and me not coming forth volunteering that information, but it's not withholding information. <laughs> Are you fucking crazy? Like, bro, it's it, it that mental warfare is, is crazy, yeah, boy. That, that, that we in right so now. Many ways, man. And I'm glad you said that mental warfare we in right now. I'm glad you said that like that, cause shit, my next album was named Warlords. You feel me? And shit, as far as that's concerned, it's like we at war. Like, like you said, that mental warfare, spiritual warfare, shit. Real life physical warfare, this biological warfare we got going on, like shit, it's war, like and shit. Man, bro, you thirty years, you about to be thirty one, or you just turned thirty? I'm about to, I'll be thirty one in June, brother. You about to have kids? The kids that you are about to raise is not about to be us. 
but they're not about to be sneaking each other, sneaking out, being conniving like we did. We, they, we blatantly lied because we were sneaky. <laughs> they're about to try to play with our minds like we don't know shit. Yeah. They're not going to sneak out the house. They're not about to be having sex. A lot of stuff going to be virtual. Bruh. They're going to be stuck in the house. We'll never have to worry about our kids sneaking out. That shit's so crazy. I swear to God, me and my wife was just talking about that shit. Like, nigga, I literally got a little scared thinking about my child. Like, nigga, if I have a son, like, man, this nigga probably going to be smart as a fuck. Like, <laughs> like evil. I think I think I'm think evil. I personify evil genius. This nigga is really going to be Either like Either they're going to genius. be smart as hell. <laughs> And, and use that or they're going to be internet zombies. Savvy, yeah. You know, and not savvy. They're going to be internet zombies because it's not even going on the internet to learn. A lot of them just watching videos, just having that shit occupy their time. Yeah, playing, they're not learning anything yeah, from it. Yeah. They're watching cartoons and, you know, inappropriate yeah. anime that's on there. They're not looking up coding or looking at anything educational, they're looking at a lot of things that's making their brain putty or we're not even realizing how whatever our kids is watching, that shit been telling them, whispering them, kill yourself. You feel me, love? And, just you love know what I'm saying? Like, love, fuck shit that's yeah. playing your, plague on your mind. Yeah. Shit. And, and, we, and if we don't take a hold of that shit and start paying attention to these kids, but we, we doomed. Brand is like, shh. We doomed. Yeah. We doing, we doing. <laughs> I mean, that, it ain't even no better way to say that shit. Cause like, it ain't no other better way Man, and no and, softer way to say that. And shit. And it's like the more you break it down, even even from my name, like the more you break it down, it's like every aspect of what's really going on, bro. But like our generation, though, bro, like it's I think our generation probably like right now probably the best generation. Um. People in our age bracket, I want to say from like 20, I say 27, it's probably like 32, 33. Because shit, we really the ones who came up right before technology really took that turn. We were the test dummies. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. We was the beginning and we watched it, we watched it phase out. Yeah. For something else new to come. We did all of that. So we like the masters of all that shit at the end of the day. So it's like we like the most dangerous ones, really. That's why shit. they that's why they had our generation in a stranglehold. That's why the money turned up. Yeah. The yeah. The, the 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 greed and the thirst to want the celebrityism lifestyle. We got so caught on fantasy. Mm-hmm. Niggas, niggas, man, I never forget, bro. Man, when we first got to college. When when we first moved out, tried college for a couple of years, the shit didn't work out. But as we starting to just stay in stage, bro, because that's our, you know, because we stayed as we are an apartment and we got regular jobs, just chilling, doing us, we are in school. And like 2K was what we did. And 2K wasn't, we, bro, we had two controllers, but the My Player back when we was playing in 2009, 2010, like, Bro, that shit ain't the width of my players now. We just did what we did, and we just really just wanted to play through a season and get busy. Yeah. Like, now, bro, like... Niggas get tatted. Niggas getting tatted. Niggas buying, buying clothes. clothes. 
Like, I remember Grand Theft Auto was, bro, you drive around, do a couple missions, you may pick up a little prostitute and the car just shape. Yeah. Now, my nigga, you going through, you can click what position you want to put in. You can, bro, it is, everything is so down to the car, even Madden. I had to stop playing Madden, boy, because when you stop being able to throw that deep ball and Randy Moss can't run under that bitch, oh, yeah, when I got to think that hard, boy, it's, nah, I don't Well, guess what? Anymore. Real shit, I ain't had a game system since I graduated high school. But you was always around watching niggas, niggas like us Like play. I could jump hey, on yo. the game and I might yeah. fall and beat a nigga type yeah, shit. Yeah, but you never put no, you know what I'm saying? I ain't put no stock into and that shit. even with us, playing. like, yeah. we own, bro, I've only, I've had every system at a play, Sony-wise, every, every PlayStation. And that's through graduating because that I had the game. But we only had one game. If it wasn't 2K, where the fuck we playing a game for? If it ain't 2K, it ain't nothing. Yeah, nigga wasn't doing all that shooting. No, shit. not on my yeah. game. Not anybody yeah. that had an Xbox. You know, them boys play different games, but me, it's only 2K. Uh, we ain't playing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's too, you getting busted 2K, but now, bro, the niggas, the way that they creating these players, now, nah, bro, niggas is feeling so bad about themselves in regular life. And they can't wait to get all work so they could go home and put a headset on and feel like that man that they playing with is accomplishing everything that they hearts desired. And they are putting it all. When they got that headphone on and that PlayStation card, man, them you, boys feel like they could just, it could beat the world. You think that shit's something? Nah, give it about 10, 15 more years, bro. You see they already put the virtual reality shit. It's, it's out there. It's, it's, it's tangible. You feel me? So. They ain't turned all the way up with that shit. I really just played that shit for the first time like a couple of weeks ago. Man, that shit, that shit's great. And I know, like, like I said, in the next 10, 15 years, they gonna get that shit right. There ain't gonna be no PlayStation, Xbox and shit. Niggas is gonna be putting no headsets and niggas is really like, gonna be tapping in. You feel me? Like Metaverse. Yeah. Oh, you seen, you seen the movie, uh, Ready, Ready Player One? No. Okay. Check that out when you get a chance. Shit, that shit, uh, I think it's based in like 2080 something or something like that. 20 mm-hmm. something like that. Shit is fucked up. Like, shit is fucked up. Outside is fucked up. It's one or two big corporations, but shit, nigga, you home, you got your helmet on, you either playing the game, just playing the game, or you at work making money type shit, but you in a virtual reality type shit. Like, that's yeah. life. <laughs> but that's what people are so prone to because that is a fantasy that makes you feel like you don't have to do anything but be present. Right. But then you have movies that have these messages in it, like Constantine. But you know what I'm saying? Like I just watched that for the first time. But and that shit been out since 05. Yeah. I just watched that shit for the first time. I ain't seen it in a while. And brother, man, let me tell you, is that Movies like that, Get Out, Candyman, it has so many messages in it, but a lot of people look at movies and things like that differently. People don't go into it for things that's, that can let you know shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These are, this is a warfare so mental, bro. Like we would look at, I had a conversation with somebody the other day that they was just like, you know, I understand spiritual people of, Bible thumpers and 
you know, Jehovah Witness and, you know, Christian, Christian, Baptist, like Bible thumpers. I respect, you know, they faith. But a lot of them, too, though, it was when I brought up the Constantine thing or a lot of spiritual movies like that. You know, a lot of them speak so highly about not they don't watch it because that's something that's not good for their spirit. Or I don't fuck with people who think sorcerers or that is real because it's not. However, we all know there is a part that's fantasy and all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? These they're monsters. They're flying. That is the fake part. But what is the message behind it? What is the message? That shit is telling you that. God and the devil, a lot of things is mental temptation and influence. Yeah. The devil nor, you know, the devil is never going to intervene himself. He has influencers. He ain't got to walk up and say, hey, I'm the devil. He has influencers. (laughs) God God has angels. Mm Mm-hmm. And what John was saying was it was just about influence because a lot of people, too, I look at the Bible thumpers who know every scripture, every can recite it, blah, 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 blah. But then you had the pastor that was on that movie. Then you had old girl at the end. Why, if they were so spiritually intact and their faith was so strong, why did he feel the need to have to give them that pendant? to save them because if they take that pendant, any one of them that took the pendant off, they was able to get into them and wreck their whole life. Mm-hmm. Why is your faith only strong if you got that, that pendant yeah, on? Yeah. Because is that influence that strong that you can't even pray that off? You need a dependent, but you can't pray temptation away. And how as strongly of your belief and believing that God, this is not saying you you broke and you praying and you waiting for a miracle to happen so your bill can get paid. But your real but, faith is in this pendant and not in and not the of your faith of praying and getting you through this temptation. Yeah. Like this is not prayers without works is dead situation. This is when you are tempted by evil spirit, your faith. And talking to God himself is not going to be able to, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to protect you. He's not your shield. But you're, you're, you're telling, you're showing them you want them to be faithful and have faith and wait. No, what you want them to do is have faith and wait over shit that don't matter. You want them to believe God can come and make a miracle that you know good and well. You got zero dollars in your account and the rent due tomorrow. But you're going to pray from sun up to sundown and hoping that magically that rent hit that. No, that's a situation. Prayers without words is dead. But to see that the enemy is coming to attack you, and you're telling me faith without words, what? There's a time for peace and it's a time for war. But however, praying to help that, tell God, tell God is going to walk you through us, you know what I'm saying, through that situation, whether it's through violence. Or he'll stop him for a get them. Yeah. But whatever his will is gonna be done. Yeah. But you're praying to for him to guide you on what it should be done. Is it time for war or is it time for you for me to stand back and let you do your work? But that is what the prayer is for. And that go back to you thinking and feeling. Because it's like you gonna your body gonna tell your body gonna always tell you what you're supposed to do. 
you're always your body gonna it's gonna react to the situation at the end of the day. And me, how I feel, how I think, how I believe, we all have God in us. We all are a piece of God. That's our spirit. That's part of our spirit at the end of the day. So it's like that little voice in your head, that that feeling, that's God telling you, hey, tighten up, get right, do this, or flee, whatever. You feel me? Like at the end of the day. So it's like that feeling tr- and trusting that feeling at the end of the day. Like, why, why do we have to view it as a, a voice in our head? So that makes you veer away from guiding yourself or what your intuition say, because you don't want to, you're thinking that this guy in your head just talking to you, you crazy. I, well, I, I put it like that because I guess for myself, I literally hear like, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it ain't. But, but why is it viewed as it's a voice in your head? A, a voice in your head as that is, some insane stuff or that's the voice in your head of the creator telling you what's right and what's wrong. Why is mm-hmm. it always based on the crazy part? So it veers you away from listening to the voice in your head. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay, like okay. why are we not thinking that it is the creator? Because we know what's right and what's wrong. If our mind is telling us go kill somebody, that's definitely us just wanting to, but when it's good to walk away, don't give that your energy. Let it go. Why would we not believe in that? That's not him telling us. If you walk away, I got whatever's about to take care of. Mm-hmm. But we will, we will think just because it's nonsense and it's war of violence, that's telling us to go make a move. We know. That's a that's your that's just your mind telling that's what you want to do. That's what the flesh want to do. Yeah. Okay. That ain't what the spirit want to do. That's what the flesh want to do. Okay. And that, when you said that, that shit just, you know what I'm saying, clicked in my mind about what you what you was talking about. But man, it's about to be a real, it's about to be a real mental warfare. And, you know, I even been listening to Kwame, you know what I'm saying, to where he just, you know, shout out to Kwame Bus Life. You know, he, a lot of people that's coming on there, like, they still focused on this basketball. Niggas is really holding off on resume. This man, the the real, the real thing in life is what you do after what you were so popular for. How do you translate into the next phase of your life? A lot of these past athletes won't grow up and translate into the next phase of their life. They're still using what they used to be against to make jokes against him. Yeah. But this man did his time in the league and look what he's doing with his money now. He is being the, he's being a number one. What he's being in life is what we expected him to be as a number one draft pick on the court. Yeah. But we're not giving the man his props for being what we expected him to be as an entertainer. He's a hell of a nigga like that in real life. And what he is in real life is what, what matters because that's how he lived. That shit on the court, bro, it's only for 48 minutes and that's all we get to see. What is, how he living as a regular nigga by himself in real life? And they don't have that and they mad that he got that. He's with peace and not feeling like he needs more money. Life's such a marathon. They, yeah, that right there just put him in position to be 
all of what he's being right now, basically. Like, ain't no telling the type of inspiration he giving to, you know what I'm saying? Niggas like, shit. Like I say, on the other side of the spectrum of that shit, like, oh, he was sorry. Doesn't, like I say, bro, he was a number one draft pick out of South Georgia, like, out of high school. Like, the first. That's a, at the, right at the end of the day, bro, how the fuck can you knock that? <laughs> Regardless bro, of what he, he went made on his history with that, right? Yeah. But then, right, he played, he was in the league for 12 years. 12, not five. A man did 10 plus and been out 10. What niggas don't see that ass? What niggas, oh, you bouncing around teams? Nigga, that's, that's, that nigga keeping a job in the NBA. <laughs> well, niggas and if he getting, was a bust, why they kept giving him contracts? Come on, that don't sound like a bust to me, bro. Like I don't like who was he robbing? Was Kwame having a gun to somebody head? <laughs> say, hey. Was he going and kicking somebody dough and saying, "Fuck y'all, give me a job"? If you nobody give me a job, you die. Like. I, I don't believe that happened. I'm pretty sure you had to go the tryout, maybe a workout. You, you had know, to have the agent you, negotiate your money. Yeah, like, and he got a new jersey for 12 years consecutively. I've never heard that he got waived. He finished a year, and whatever free agency took him is whatever. He may either got traded or had to find something contract. Yeah. I've never looked at and seen he got waived. Never. Now, if he got waived and I just don't know about it, I I could take that. But me, I have never seen any reports such and such team ways Kwame Brown. Man, even if he did, 12 years. <laughs> 12 years. So a nigga went to school. For the first day and then graduated. <laughs> Kwame was in the league. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Brother, like, I'm talking about number one draft pick. And you mad because this man ain't LeBron. This man, you act like the man with Jamar. It's, like, it's like the people who have something to say about him. It's never a, a, a pitch to his character. It's always to the. His basketball. Yeah. And that's what he can pitch to because it, your character. Yeah. Because my character is what me living the way that I live. That just shows I was always ahead of y'all. It's just y'all didn't understand where I was. But as time started slowing down for you guys, all you guys were doing was catching up to me. I was already prepared for this life. I've been living this life. Why y'all was out here just thinking, blowing money, fucking bitches, partying, not caring. Nigga, I've, I've been 14. I've been like this. Under the radar, knowing how to take care of bills yeah. and know how to fend for myself. I've been doing that. So now I'm out the league. I still know how to do that. I don't have to go and act. I don't have to put my resume in to be on ESPN, be an analyst. I don't have to kiss ass and say, you know what I'm saying? I could be in the NBA circle. Like everybody else do that retire. They mad that he ain't got to do that. And he living, bro, he ain't looking like he poor. He ain't looking like he hurt. Nigga don't look like Steve Francis. Yeah. He don't look like none of them old basketball niggas that's right here scratched. That man don't look scratched out at all. And they don't like that. They hate that the basketball narrative that they gave him didn't transfer to his life. 
that's what it is. People try to give you a narrative and when they don't see you living up to their narrative, it's going to be hate, regardless, even if you're doing good or bad, <laughs> if you're not living up to it's their It's not to narrative. their liking, to yeah. what they, sh- that they feel you should be. Right. Boy, that is my life. Why the fuck was you telling me how I should run my life? And then be blown when somebody tell you how to run yours. Boy, I don't know when it happened. I can't exactly pinpoint. I, I want to say it started. It probably started when the nigga did go to Albany, you feel me? When the nigga, cause I, I, I wanted to like get away, like shit, and go mm-hmm. off on myself and kind of figure out who I was, you feel me? Get from under that roof and shit. And it's like shit, when you get in certain situations and you gotta, you gotta stand up and you gotta do this, you gotta do that. It's like shit, that's when you figure out who you really is, you know what I'm saying? So. I mean, I think that's all of us because all of us, Let's be honest, too, in the house that we grew up in, you know what I'm saying? We weren't bad off. Yeah. We weren't bad off. And it's I ain't just, to say that. Like, we, 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 we weren't bad off and we chose, we just chose not to accept what would have came. That was just convenient because our people had it. You know what I'm saying? I, you, you know, y'all, you and your brothers had a choice. I mean, that's probably one of them things that, hey, I mean, that, that's, that's one thing that y'all like as kids growing up. And that's just that only thing that y'all parents got to really worry about anyway is just some jar and y'all ain't super expensive, uh, cloak back then, bro. Clothes weren't really, we weren't fresh to death of uh, spending hundreds of dollars on yeah. clothes. Jabos was just one some shit with that we was getting back then. Coogee, $80, but we ain't wearing not $150, $200 right now. That yeah. it is right now. Yeah. So some Jordans of that your people being able to get, all right, bet. That's, that, that's not that a shit, bad thing. And that shit was on some shit like, shit, okay, son, you going to school, yeah. your grades good. Yes. You excelling at sports, you balancing life, mm-hmm. you want some Jordans. Mm-hmm. I, I, let me, all right, I'll do, I, I do that for you. That's all, I, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the least. Because it's like, shit, let me reward you for what you doing. Because shit, Everybody ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, real about it, I mean, at the ain't. end of the day, we shouldn't have to reward kids for doing what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. but still giving, showing appreciation that it may not be as hard as being a, an adult, but as a child, we have our vices too, because not only we have to fight temptation of wanting to do what you say not to do because it looks fun out there. Mm-hmm. But to still, you know what I'm saying, keep what we got going on with y'all are being respectful and and doing good grace because we could fall in the ranks of following the crowd and failing classes. That temptation is hard. Yeah. So you got to show favor on children too and show appreciation too because it's just as hard just because they don't have to wake up and go to work like you do. Yeah. It's a lot of vices. They got to fight outside to be appeasing to you and, and to make you proud. And even seeing that shit as an adult, like that shit is like, shit, I don't get them. I don't buy Jordans all the time and all that shit. I ain't one of them. You feel me? But shit, I still, that's my preference. That's what I like. So, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, shit, I work my job, do my thing. You feel me? Shit, if that's what I want. That's what I'm going to go get. I'm going to reward myself yeah. for that because I've been doing what I'm supposed to do on my end and I could go do that. So it's like, I see that shit on both sides. Females get their nails and toes done. You know what I'm saying? That's their, that's their self-care. Yeah. You have self-care of shoes. You feel me? 
I mean, we should all, I don't think, I don't think that's showing that I think a person like you too get shuffled in that mix of niggas who just buy Jordans and that's what they glorify and they ain't got no job. So you get looped into that situation of <laughs> niggas who just, you the Jordan wearing nigga. Yeah. Feel me? So you in the loop with them. But it's some niggas out here that you can do that because you work hard and you spend money. But it's some niggas who know good and well, they don't need to be spending that money on Jordan because they got some shit going me. on. They <laughs> got Get everything, they got some get them shit when they drop and it they got time. shit going on and the shit they doing to make sure they got that to get them shits when they dropping every time it's just like my nigga you <laughs> so that shit is just like yo we we chose knowing that it was convenient to ask our people man we just chose to do it a different route because if I don't ask you and you are willing to give when I finally do come ask you after I've always told you no and it was so willingly to be given, you must know it's something wrong. Right. And that's and the nigga understand I ain't gonna lash out and be like, shit, they they don't fuck with me. I'm gonna go out and do some shit. It's like, okay, yeah. Okay, I ain't get them this time. Shit, whatever. But <laughs> as a child, you know how hard that is too, because of peer pressure. Yeah. That was peer pressure. So we gotta understand if our peer pressure was heavy, just imagine what these kids' peer pressure is right now. And I think, man, and like you say, shit, that's just going to have to be done at home. Just being on, not saying being on top of your kids, but just showing them and just like having that, that, that rapport, you feel me? Like within y'all selves, that is like, they got an understanding of how things go and shit. Cause shit, man, a nigga appreciate them nose, bro. I mm. appreciate them. I think appreciate so many nose, bro, mm -hmm. uh, coming up. Cause it's like, shit. You're going to be disappointed sometimes. You're not going to always get what you want. Shit, that's life. <laughs> I think I asked Cam one time, and I think I asked my mom one time. I was just like, bro, to be honest, I don't even, my senior year, I don't even remember how I kept gas in my car. Because I know I ain't work. I'm trying to figure out, did I go pump that gas? Because I'm trying to figure out what money did I get, boy? Because that, as a young nigga, because as much as we was trimming, what? I'm trying to feel how many times I can't remember the times I asked for money and when did it go in the gas tank? Man, you gotta remember though, my nigga. A dub in the tank, that's the week. Yeah. <laughs> Back then too. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So Yeah. It's probably it was like yeah. shit. Once a nigga did strike that up, all right, bam. A nigga, cause a nigga was slick responsible but, but like that back then. Even a dub would get you right. Why did a dub back then still feel like a lot? Man, the dub was the dub. Like just thinking back to back then, bro, a dub was that shit, boy. Yeah, like, cause you're not about to pay on no loud twenty five dollars per gram. I can step boy. up, boy. Friday, mom, let me get a dub. Like, boy, <sighs> shit, boy, you trying to go five five? Boy, you trying to go to McDonald's? What a party? What ten eight five? The party five? Oh shit, come on, what? Man, brother, I'm talking about, ah, <laughs> uh, bro, being eighteen, like growing up, man, just being broke as a fuck. Like, I remember my nigga, like, throwing half of my dogs on a pack of cigarettes. Like, just busting that down 250, 250. But, like, you know, like, just growing up and going through your growing phases, bro. Like, me and my nigga got down smooth. But I'm talking about when we found out that the ice houses was just a dollar. Man, listen. <laughs> Brother, knowing good and well, we too young to be getting fucked up on bill like that, but that's in our budget. Yeah. 
We and we old and well, we ain't even old enough to do it. But boy, we in a college town, and it got up. It's no other way that you can't get turned. <laughs> and Statesboro had the the lift the line, so they ain't had no liquor store in in in, in um Statesboro. So either you got the, you drove to the line, or you went to the park, you went to the club and got drunk. But if you didn't, you had the whatever gas station you could pregame with. That's what it is. Rude, That's man. what it was. Like Damn, we were broke as a fuck, boy, in 2010, 2011, 2009. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. When I dropped out, when I when I that first year that I dropped out, boy, I got me a nice little job at the hospital. So shit, when I was coming up to the borough, I was doing okay. <laughs> man, I mean, <laughs> yeah, bro, I look- listen though, like anybody that was, that's straight. But bro, when I tell you, boy, we was just. Thugging. Bro, I but used to pull up on y'all boys and grab a, you know, used to come grab a thugging, little I'm talking like, about, we was thugging. And yeah. don't, I'm talking about, I remember, I I was the first one to get a job out there. I'm talking about my nigga, I had, was working that city train. Like, 725 an hour, boy, like, and and if a nigga was telling nigga he had work, well, getting them hours, boy, just to look at that check and that little bit of shit was like, boy, I was grinding. Boy, just to see where you came from, it's crazy. Man, to get $600 every two weeks of some bullshit that's paying you $725 without giving all your life to that shit. Oh, you you bust the clock down. You bust the clock down. Let me tell you, man, me and my dog were working at the warehouse and shit, bro. You had to get through the warehouse through a temp agency. Man, bro, I was getting so sick and tired of them shitting us. Bro, they brought another temp agency in the warehouse with us. I don't know what made me do it. I was like, bro, I'm about to go apply and put an application on at this other warehouse and see if they'd give me the work at the same warehouse. At the time of going apply for the other temp agency. And see if they gonna still send my assignment yeah, to, to this location. He was like, what you gonna do that for? I was like, boy, I'm about to show you. I don't wanna tell you right now, cause I don't wanna change that shit. Went, did a piss test. Don't even know how to pass a piss test. First of all, cause we were blowing hard. Pass a piss test, boom. We going to the, I done grabbed two IDs. I'm clocking in for both companies. You getting two checks? Two you checks. At work. You you technically you getting the productivity done at the end of the day. So it's shit. Oh shit, boy, that's nasty, man. And when I finally told him that he and he ended up got down going, and then right when he did it, I think he only was able, but he was only to do a couple days. Thought you caught it later, saw it right before, right, right. It was over with. It went, but I'm talking about. All you, all you hear is beep. And then walk off. Beep. And uh, let me stay 12 hours then. 12 hours then. My goodness. 12 hours then. <laughs> 12 hours then. Nigga got down. Then one of the bosses going got down. I had my ID badge on. And nigga, the only reason why I got caught was because he sent me home. So the next day, I came back and cause I really, I guess he was trying to send me on to tell me 
that wasn't my assignment no more. I that like I fought, he fired me, right? Mm-hmm. So shit, that nigga that told me to go home. Next morning, I come back with the other ID. Ooh. I ain't I told you to go home, but hey, well, you told me to go home on that company. <laughs> but I'm working for them. <laughs> you fired me from them. Mm-hmm. I'm employed here now. Hey, that nigga got heart. They got last about two more days. And they just went on ahead and fired me from there. But really and truly, they ain't had nothing on there because it wasn't that I was still clocked in for two. He fired me for one. But now you're trying to figure out how I ended up working for both of them. Well, how I ended up getting employed so quick. You just sent me home. Yes, yes. Yesterday, yeah. probably by the time with it, ain't nobody gonna give you no interview for that. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's just little shit like that, man, that. You had to just really think outside the box because you were so fucking broke. Mm-hmm. I just, bro, the government really just like, but you gonna tell me to go to school and ask for all these loans? Didn't even know what the fuck we had going. Didn't even know, <laughs> nigga was yeah. just. Oh, we to... give you a refund check. Oh, for real? Oh, you gonna give me some money back for doing? Absolutely. For y'all giving me some money, you gonna give me some more money? All right, shit, fuck it. Cool, let's go. Let me get, let me have it. And I want the, the max. max. Yeah. I want the max. The most you could give me. All that. Books. But put that on that. Put that Put that with that check. I'll get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, don't check. order them for me. Just put the everything that I'll worry about the books. I don't even want to put y'all through that. I'll you worry about me? the books. I'll worry about the books. Yeah, I got a student. She books. Books. And when I found out, you know what I'm saying, my mama, when I found out my mama could not verify if I was in class. I I felt so bad just going to class and then I felt so bad with lying the first time and I was in the bed and I was like, yeah, I'm at, in class and I felt so bad about lying. I was like, oh, I thought about it. I was like, and I'm the one who been out all night partying. Fuck, I got to feel bad about lying for a shit. I mean, hell, she the one who keep asking me if I'm in class. Shit, I'm grown. Let me go to class. Either let me go to class or be right here asking me what I, did I go? You know what I'm saying? Don't be, did I go? I mean, shit. Yeah, didn't even go. I thought about it. I was like, man, fuck it. But then I forgot, shit. She had the code to the, uh, to the, to the grades thing. Nigga, lie with down. I mean, were you even attending class? I was like, man, it's funny that you asked that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> if it looked like I didn't, bro. Like, cause I, if it's that bad, like, I don't want to say that I'm just dumb that I just showed up and I just wasn't learning nothing. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause like, I, I think I passed maybe two classes at Albany that first semester before I dropped out. And it was like, shit, but I learned so much. Yeah, <laughs> like crazy. And I learned so much. But like, we learned a lot of skills to yeah. wear survival skills. Yeah, we didn't learn book stuff. Yeah, we learned. We started picking up on how we're gonna have to operate as an adult. Yeah, how to survive because they weren't giving us shit. We bro, we had to depend on the cab. That shit closed eventually. <sighs> and if you're in a country like Albany and Fort Valley. Depending on what time them fast food that's right down the street closed, you dead. It's nothing. Boy, oh, shit, boy. Like, I'm glad them folks had a presence of mind of where I was going at more than what I did. Because I was stocked with groceries, 
I had a refrigerator in my room. I had all that shit. I had a nice little meal plan. So I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna act like a nigga ain't, you know what I'm saying, was out there hungry or no shit like that. I fed my niggas and all of it came down to it. So it was on some shit like that. But a nigga wasn't balling on no shit like that. It was either like I had food and I'm go, I could go there and eat. But outside of that, it wasn't shit type shit. So See, you had that. And I was helping my nigga eat in a different way, right? I was around here closing deals. I'm talking about, bro, man, I'll never forget. We came home for spring break and got down. I came home for Easter. It was spring break. Man, my nigga smooth with like shit. He was supposed to come holler at me in stage, bro, because we was taking a pit stop in stage, bro, from Fort Valley. Cause say people had made him mad, so shit. Cause I was like, bro, just come get me. I got him, and we were talking. He was like, bro, I ain't gonna front. Shit, I'ma just go to Fort Valley with you. And my dumb ass, I'm like, well, shit, bet, boy, you might well come. <laughs> shit, bitch, my nigga, hell yeah, you welcome. And I think the closer to the ride that I got, I thought about. It, I was like, damn, but I'm in a traditional dorm with a twin bed. I done invited my nigga to come back in my dorm room, but I ain't even, I barely got room. Man, I'll never forget, I was sleeping, either me or bro was sleeping on my roommate bed. Brother, that man came in one time, seen us in that bitch, never came back. That man never came back. I don't know if he found a girl. Or what, bro? That man ain't never came back to the dorm, bro. That man stayed in my room for the rest of the semester from spring break to the time our freshman was over. Brother, that man came and gave, I I gave that man my PlayStation 2. And he took the PlayStation 2 and he just was playing it in the the girls' dorm. So I don't know who the fuck he was staying with, but bro, I gave the man a PlayStation 2, but that man never came back. Never came back. Bruh, the man took the PlayStation 2, left his bed to Marion, and he gave Marion his lunch number. Oh, shit. Brother was able to go and eat at the calf every day. But that was some, that was blessed. Like a fuck. Brother, he was able to come and eat every day. And he had a bed by himself in the traditional dorm. He had no, and, and he had the key. That was straight. Gave that man the key. Lunch number and the bed. And all it took was a PlayStation 2. And I only gave him a PlayStation 2 because Ben had the Xbox on the Xbox and he had 2K on that. Every time I played 2K on his shit, I'm coming back to play Madden on my PS2. That shit making me disgusted. Because that nigga Xbox graphics so tough. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm sick of this shit. I said, bro, you can have this shit, bro. You know it's old, but a nigga could put a memory card in that shit. <laughs> And me like, <laughs> that's how I know, bro. We was we was thugging, yeah. like thugging hard, boy. I, I'm talking about traditional dorm. It's no way in the world that man should have came up there, Fort Valley, and, and fell into some shit like that. And bro went to class one day for no reason. Just yeah, went to class for no reason. It's like hey, and 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 like, bro, it the semester is only over in two weeks, cause so if you ain't been there ever. You gonna stick out like a sore thumb, brother. Like, hey, you lost? Nigga <laughs> was like, shit, down. Probably is. <laughs> like, cause <laughs> you know you gonna stick out like a sore thumb, bruh. Like, yeah. you ain't even supposed to be there. You feel me? 
But we, but we were doing some real. Y'all was at HBCU. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, boy, Albany shit. The only class I was going to after a while, it was an African diaspora class. And it was taught by a reverend, you feel me? So, shoot, I was actually learning some shit that I ain't never, like, foreign stuff to me, you feel me? Like, shit, they weren't teaching us in high school and shit. So, that class, I actually went to. I made a B in that shit. That was one of the only one of the classes I passed because it was like, this shit was enlightening for me. I was at the point in my life, like, teach me something I don't know. Fuck this math shit. This all this all this other shit, this prerequisite shit before I get to my majors, man. Fuck all that shit. I need the I, I need I'm trying to get knowledge itself right now, really. And I ain't even realize it, but that's really what it was. Shit, a nigga end up going back to school. Shit, I seen a picture the other day. I went back to school in twenty fourteen in January. I graduated and May of 18, so I did That's my four up. years straight. Like, That's I ain't bullshit, like, at all. And, like, knowing the mindset I had, like, even looking at that picture, I've been like, Shh, boy, I, I knew it. I knew what I was, I just, I knew. Like, it wasn't no cutting no corners, none of that shit. Like, nigga did that shit, you feel me? And it's like, nigga could look back on life, like, boy, imagine if you went into college with that mindset and you was going back to school now to get your old masters, oh, you feel me? And then it could have been a, a real life doctor by now type shit when you put shit like in perspective. But it's like the, the second time you went though, you went for a purpose though. You didn't go chasing a major that they selling you dreams. You said that if you could have went, if you would have did what you you could have been a doctor, could have been a lawyer, selling a dream. Or you have to be very, very focused for that. Yeah. If you had not had that discipline in high school, how the fuck we think that we gonna turn it on and off to if we had not. Paired ourselves, our senior year, junior year and senior year was the most crucial, especially senior year. That is the most year that you lack something because you have not many classes. But what have you done prerequisite wise in high school to get to the point? Because now if you don't have nothing, you should be getting out of at 12 o'clock after you have college prep classes. We were finishing and not even having college prep classes. You wasn't happy? Nope. You wasn't in, you wasn't in none of that shit? Mm-mm. I, I could have sworn you was in No, I ain't never been, I ain't never been in no, I mean, I, I ain't never, bro, let me tell you, this is how I know. I know I was always advanced, but, and everything, but I chose not to, cause I was like, bro, even, I'm not going to dumb myself down if I'm not going to elevate to be pushed harder. I'm just not going to dumb myself down, but this is a nice speed that I could go and I can survive. So they wanted, you know, wanting me to go to IB, no. That's too much work. Not saying I don't want to do the work, but at the end of the day, I always knew pressure. So even like literally when I played with the Vikings with y'all every year, like niggas would be like, boy, you going to play for the school? Like, why the fuck would I play with the school? I got some niggas that's depending on me and my little league team. My nigga. And guess what? I hate you. (laughs) I love you, but I hate you. Because guess what? I took on that same person. Because, you know, we was, both of us was in that age. So it's like, okay. I could go do that, but I'm slick, still old enough to play here. So it's yeah. like, why not still just play here? Like, I haven't having fun with all young niggas. I played 14, because I turned 15 in June, going to 10th grade, mm-hmm. I want to say. So you was able to play 14 and under baseball? I played 14 under baseball up until my t- going into 10th grade at high school. So I didn't play baseball until 11th grade in high school. Man, let me tell you, bro. <laughs> At the end of the day, where we all aiming to go professional with any of them, so I, uh, even if we had dreams of in reality, bro, where's we gonna go? Hell no. 
So at the end of the day, why would I cut my fun out to prove somebody that my skill level is elite enough to stand within the bigger people? Like, so what? You see my skill level here. Just be ready for when I come there next year. Don't worry about why I'm not there. Even with growth, even with high school, like they used to always just try to drag me away from JV and, and try to crucify me for that shit. Like, I'm like, brother, at the end of the day, you want me to come down here and sit on your bench and watch another nigga have fun when I'm down here playing and having fun with my niggas and yeah. they don't mind me being down here? Yeah. Nigga, yeah, fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, you don't yeah, tell me you yeah, should be down I here playing like. with them. You around here with these little kids. Man, these little kids, fuck with me. Mm-hmm. They fuck with me, cuz. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And we around here tripping off. And yeah. we winning. And we winning. And we <laughs> winning. We winning. It's not like I'm over here playing some sorry shit, nigga. We winning. And having fun doing it. Man, and it's like, shit, niggas get motivated when they see another nigga playing good at the end of the day. So it's like, shit, yo, at the, shit, you been doing this shit for a minute. So you, you, what you was bringing to the, what you was bringing on the nightly, gamely basis was like, shit, we know Justin gonna come through. So shit, let's make sure we got down. Shit. Why not let, why not be the light of somebody else's inspiration that's gonna, that's gonna build them up? You know what I'm saying? Y'all boys looked at me in a different light to where, bruh, you know what I'm saying? The bro coming with it. Let's like, get it. And this whole time I'm thinking I was this, I was something, I was this, I was just, I, I just turned into Justin. <laughs> <laughs> but we all did it though. <laughs> we all did it. I think Brandon, the only one, a lot of them boys, T.Y. went ahead and, and cut it close. But like, at the end of the day, bro, a lot of them boys, was like T.Y. was just gifted. Yeah. Him and yeah, Cliff can't was take gifted. Away from, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Those guys, they were six foot. They weren't that tall, but they long, can leap, and can run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. T.Y. was, you know what I'm saying, was athletic all uh, just from just, when we was in ten and under. Shit. From you know, from Mercer. Bro, listen, I wasn't, I went to, I went to school with T.Y. from second grade till we graduated on some real shit. Like, I didn't, so I seen that shit on every stage, bro. That shit been there. It's just, it was just like yeah, instinct. Yeah, like niggas. DJ just, Edwards. Just even, have instinct, like, bro. They used to wonder like how, that, like, how you know what I'm saying? Being a 10th grader playing varsity basketball, bro, that was not DJ sport. But, bro, was just, just gifted. So, yeah, he yeah. would, the ball would just find his hands off of a rebound. Mm-hmm. He never really had, if he had to buckle down to a skill level to a part, his ego too wasn't gonna allow somebody to overthrow his him competitiveness. All so that shit. his skill yeah. level, he can always camouflage it because DJ always had heart. Yep. So he was gonna camouflage that shit. So Man. it's like people are just naturally gifted, and I'm and you gotta be you gotta be cool with it. And if they fly on and leave me, bro, appreciate you. I say I figure out what I got to do with the niggas. That's him, bro. Like. Niggas say what they want. That West Side culture we grew up under, bro. As yeah. far as like that, get it out the mud. Like you gonna come out here and play. You gonna do like practice game. All that shit was no different. Like a nigga was like coming with that shit. Like you know, it's the funny thing, bro. <laughs> People laughed at me so much about being a West Side in football. They laugh. People still could clown, but then I'm like, after the pandemic and all of that. But the West Side Whoopers sat down through the pandemic. They ain't had to build the super team like the Stars and Frank County did. Yeah. Them boys sat down and just took a break. And once the pandemic was gone, them boys came back. Man. They, they ain't had to turn into whatever. Bro, them boys' organization, even if they kids wanted to go play with some other kids because they wanted to not sit down, 
But when that organization start coming, peeking back up, you know where you got to come at. Man. The stars are fresh. Dead. Them niggas laugh about the whoopers, bro. But look who's standing tall still, though. Bro, shout out to my uncle, Raw. Shout out to my cousins, AJ, Mar. Shout out to uh, BJ, all them, all the coaches out there. Shit, my godson, the quarterback, my nigga. Like, that shit, that shit warmed my heart to still see that shit thumping and to see the the platform where they at now. Like, nigga, them boys, I think I want to say about a year or two ago when they was in them tournaments and shit, but I'm always finished like number two, number three in the nation, like in the nation. Cause like you talking about Westside Whoopers, like some shit that you ask around the city, niggas laugh, like you say, laugh at you, talk shit. Like, nigga, we was going to school, shit. Who you play for? I play for the Whoopers. Like, ain't shit, what? Like, we want the Falcons or the Cobras. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But shit, play us, nigga. I bet you I'm gonna hit your ass. You got me? Oh, Y'all man. might beat us. I bet you I'm gonna hit your ass. <laughs> we gonna, like, you know what You gonna know, like, shit, that shit wasn't no. That shit, man. Like I say, that pride, bro. And the West this, Side. Yeah. The pride of the West Side. Straight bro. up. Like, like, we, just, we just had, even with Groves and God, it just had too much pride. West Savannah, Garden City. One thing about West Savannah, Garden City, but it's too much pride. Yeah. Like, both, we just got too much pride. Shit, niggas ain't even, it was a slick Ego beef, and pride, boy. But shit, even coming together like that shit, you ain't gonna fuck with us at the end of the day. But shit. It's, it's so much ego and pride, but as we got older, boy, we realized, but we were just some hard-headed niggas, boy, who just was egotistical. That's all. You know what I'm saying? And in a in a rat, a rat cage of trying to get out of a situation that Something we in, like bro, that. that was created and we had, you know, we had we we had no say so of being in it because of that's just what was created that we we was raised in that we had to come up under. Yeah. But our generation is the strongest one that we we got to grab hold of what's under us, but because we not realizing, but your nieces and nephews is about to be our doctors, lawyers, city council, boy, and mm-hmm. uh, this metaverse take a hold of them, boy. Like we doing. Yeah. We doing. Got to keep them grounded at the end of the day. We man. doing. Nigga, we, nigga, definitely trying to keep them grounded, man. But um, And I think ain't nothing but God why I ain't got kids yet. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's just like, I, I don't know. It's just preparing me, I guess. And yeah. But, bro, white people do it all the time because they don't have kids until they're ready. We should not ever be looking at a black person if they having kids at 30 that they aliens. They have big kids at 30 all the time. That's why their grandparents are always 100. When they in high school, yeah, they wait until it's perfectly, bro. They they don't move into the house with each other until the wedding, but they'll stay with the parents, or they won't even live with each other until they jump the broom. Yeah, that's the first time they living with each other. That's what you call privilege. Once you make that, once you make that, that financial decision to become married, they know it's all about a financial decision. And when they make that and sign that contract, they know it's all business from there. That's why they know there's no divorce. You're not about to take me through the ringer. We created that ringer for them. Yeah. You're not about to, because they're going to see, they're going to look and say, why am I not going through that like they are? So no, we're going to stick together no matter how much we hate each other. So they turn 18. And last <laughs> motherfucker leave, bro, at the graduation dinner, we're telling them we are getting a divorce. They don't even wait longer than the graduation as soon as they know them kids made it out the house, they going off to college because they sending them to college. They not letting them they, stand they, out. They didn't build the they, they don't. They going to college. <laughs> yeah. So we're, you're not going to leave us to be in this nest by ourselves together. We can't stand each other. We've been not liking each other since y'all was in school. We've been mm-hmm. just waiting for y'all to leave. 
you know, but it's crazy. It's a mental welfare, bro. And I got the platform is just for, bro, to just to get the folks together, man. And I'm I'm happy that you came through, man. It, it was a long time coming, boy, because, you know, you've been trying to, you know, hey, man, I, my bad, man. I was like, bro, look, never you ready, my <laughs> nigga. I understand. But listen, it seemed like since I got engaged, my nigga, when it, but like you say, the rabbit hole, bro. Like, I don't mm. know where the time is gone. I don't, I couldn't tell. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know, bro. Like, I'm, it's, it's going, it's creeping up to a year. I'm about, to, it's, I'm about to be married for a year. It illusion. It's just like, illusion, man. Just, <sighs> just take it all in. Just take it all in, man. Now, like I told you before, man, and starting off with everybody for the new year. You know what I'm saying? You the first one that came into the rabbit hole, you know, as a guest for the new year. So here's your the first person to get the FWM podcast merch. Yes, sir. With the t-shirt with the rabbit hole, with you know, with, with the rabbit hole on the front. And you know what I'm saying? So definitely, man, let everybody know. You know. So make sure you let everybody know, man. I should have bought you two that. so you could put one in the trophy case. But you want man, so you playing trophy kids. Guess what? How much you how much you selling them shits for? Oh man, I that's just I'm not even selling them, bro. I'm just really just trying to get everybody to um to see what everybody feeling. I'm saying those are gifts for my followers okay. as of right now. Because at the end of the day, I just want people to get the word out. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta, you know, you gotta invest in yourself. And at the end of the day, the more people that's supporting it with the merch of just people seeing that and people understanding and word of mouth, that's how we build. And that's why I got you on here, man, so we can all know about your music. And guys, um, he's definitely going to have one of his singles on the outro. So stick around to uh, tap in to hear his song at the end. Make sure we we tap into that. Give them your tag and everything they can reach you one more time, man, before we close out. All right. So you catch me on IG, P-E-L-E underscore V-O-N underscore Doom, B-O-O-M. Um, on Twitter, you can, uh, you can search Pele Von Doom. It'll come up because Nugsy Bogue's going to be a little too hard for me to. Get out right now. I've been on this love. But that is Patron, Crown, all that. So yeah, Nugsy Bogues on Twitter. Um, if you got Facebook, hey, if you're a friend, you know, Reginald Reeves. <laughs> At the end of the day, I mean, I'm transparent shit. It ain't, there ain't really no filter on this shit. It is what it is. At the end of the day. So. And, and just like, man, the music, the podcast is just like every podcast in Savannah, you know, shout out to, you know, Oh, too lit, you know, yeah, and the podcast and the untitled podcast, you know what I'm saying? Make sure everybody just keep sharing and tapping into everybody's platform, everybody music, everybody business that we got going on. It's enough room for you to be able to just give multiple people your time. You don't have to be a, a fan. You don't have to be a, a, a religious follower, but make sure you spread the word to people. Maybe it's other people that have the time to tap into one of these platforms because maybe the platforms get them through their day because of what they're going through. 
But just because something is not your liking or in your time frame or your your schedule, don't hold it for people. You know what I'm saying? Just my biggest thing is just spread the word. Let's all just have conversation. Let's all have conversation. But I'm glad you came through, man. And we got to make sure this ain't the last time. Oh, it definitely won't be, man. I damn sure appreciate you having me. Shit, like I say, shit, every appearance for me, shit, I'm humbled. I damn sure appreciate this shit. Like again, shout out to the podcast. I'll probably be back on there again real soon. Probably be flipping back and forth between y'all uh, really shit. Man, and one of time we all gonna be on it together. Yeah. We all gonna be on it together. We definitely we me and them we and them boys uh, already overdue. We already overdue. Um, but we gonna get it all together. But again, guys, you know, st- stick around, tap in. You know, he's gonna definitely give y'all one of his singles at the end. But make sure y'all tap in, man. Pele Von Doom, spelled the same way. P-E-L-E-B-O-N. Doom, you feel me? Shit, I'm on everything. <laughs> if you can listen to music on it, I'm there. So check out Warlord. Check out Dimension of Doom, you feel me? Shh. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> hey. I appreciate you, man. And y'all, y'all in the rabbit hole. And it's the LWM Podcast. Fight with me. Sit there and not get up on son. You gon' sit there. Your blessings are coming. You mean to tell me you gon' sit there? Ah, sitting up in this pew. Ain't paid ties, but I still pay five for my shoes. And when I got a clue, I went and got these blues. How it all falls down, you can't pick or choose. Only increase the odds. Finally at peace with God. He told me speak from the heart. Give him these bars. Yeah, yeah. We gotta tear down these walls. And she done went phony. I'm no longer lonely. I'm feeling like stony. I'm up in the pony and trying to get back everything that they owe me. My clothes come from Mars. I rock this by my home. In my lab, been sitting and care to be spitting. That shit that I written cost pages the ripping. Need a Louis belt. All these asses I'm whipping, I'm hearing these niggas, they slither, they hissing But Pele, he came for the fight, and he come through and draw down like a thief in the night Can you hear me okay? Are your speakers alright? I've been killing this shit, you've been sleeping so tight Find my little spot and I'm shining so bright, they ain't gave me a chance So now give me the light, got my slice of the pie and I'm taking the bite And the grass getting high, getting way of my sight Man, there's too many snakes and so many problems but we got so many drakes and so many choppers. So many choppers. And I'm still in the hood, but I'm living proper. And no, you don't want smoke, no, not with a doctor. No, no, not with a doctor. Too many snakes and so many problems. But we got so many drakes and so many choppers. And I'm still in the hood, but I'm living proper. And no, you don't want smoke, no, not with the doctor. Juice and I'm propelling like I got a plane in the booth with a gutter bitch and we exchanging the truth with a bitly coop got a raise in the roof living my life like it's gold and I put six on my tooth shit be coming too fast so I spend it like poof ain't fucking with me and a nigga showing the proof there's too many jakes and not enough Tommy's so many niggas be flicked just keep up around me with a backpack full of that that's how they found me now I'm the king you could crown me Nigga, I'm simply astounded. That means she astonished, they monish the phonics when I'm on the chronic. She'd even kick it when a nigga soap, but six million ways to fold ya. I'm guessing you ain't noticed. I perpetuate that of a poet. Snakes in my grass had to mow it. Choppers on deck ain't even got a toad it. There's too many snakes and so many problems. But we got so many drakes and so many choppers. And I'm still in the hood, but I'm living proper. 
man, no, you don't want smoke, no, not with a doctor, no, no, not with a doctor. Too many snakes and so many problems, but we got so many drakes and so many choppers, and I'm still in the hood, but I'm living proper, and no, you don't want smoke, no, not with the doctor, no, no, not with the doctor, no, no, not with the doctor. 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 No, no, not with the doctor.